Hey guys, this is Blake with Marvel.com, and I am here with Mark Strom, assistant editor, Marvel.com. And we are very fortunate to have probably the most famous comedian in the world right now with us. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Louis C.K. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Louis C.K. <laughs> I'm Tig Notaro. With and, a little help of Louis C.K. And we just had a showing of your live podcast at the Bell House. Can you explain what, what it was like tonight? Yes, I can. This was our first time to do a live recording of our podcast. It's called Professor Blastoff, and we usually talk about science, philosophy, theology, or metaphysical type stuff. Like I said, this was our first time live here in New York, in Manhattan, or in Brooklyn, the Bell House, and our guest was Ira Glass, and I don't think we stuck to any topic (laughs) that was something we would normally do, but it was Ira Glass, and so it was just fun to mess around and have him do fake This American Life episode. So yeah, I think that's what happened. Like I told you earlier, I'm a huge fan of your comedy. I was just waiting for this Live album that came out, and I I listened to it. It was, oh, it was as amazing as people were saying. Like, can you just tell fans who wouldn't be familiar with that album what what that was like? Well, I had not planned on recording an album, but I had four months of my life where everything fell apart. I had pneumonia, then contracted a bacterial, a deadly bacterial infection. Then my mother tripped and hit her head and died, and then I came out of a relationship, and then I was diagnosed with cancer, and this all happened in four months, and I had this show booked, and I went on stage, and I talked about everything just right after my diagnosis, when I just had had enough. I was losing my mind a bit, to say the least, and Louis C.K. was on that show, and he called me the following day and said, you know, it was... He just was really hyped up on the show and felt like it should be released. It was a very scary thing to do that show and then very scary to release it because it was not a polished set. It was very raw and I wasn't sure that the masses would get that it wasn't going to be a back-to-back punchline heavy hitting show. It, It just was... It is what it is. I listened to it one time, and I'll, I'll never listen to it again. I, I really, I can't. It meant a lot to me because I saw everybody on Twitter was saying how great it was. Like I was telling Mark, like mm-hmm. they were saying it was the greatest comedy set of all time, and I, I was like, I knew you, you were great at comedy, and I was like, no, I'm sure they're just saying that. And then you know, it's it's a great show, and then I downloaded it, and I was like, they were right. Like this is just fantastic like you're sad and happy and just like I want to listen to it all the time just to remind myself that like you know I don't have a question in that but it's like it's just so awesome like no it's nice to hear because it I'm curious what resonates with people and Mm -hmm. and uh, I was really thinking critics and my fans would be harsh on me a part of a huge part of me released it to I don't know to to kind of give back in knowing that even as hard as things were for me, people helped me out so much through all of that horrendous stuff I was going through. 
and I felt like even if you were just having a horrible day or if you had a double mastectomy or your mother died unexpectedly, there, whatever it is, maybe it could touch a nerve and make you feel like, oh, I couldn't do this. I can, mm-hmm. Because I am doing it and I'm coming through. I'm still coming through it, you know? I was just in surgery a few, you know, weeks ago. I, it, it's, I'm, I'm still coming through. I'm coming up on my first Thanksgiving without my mother, you know? It's, there's so many things where it's still very fresh, you know? But, yeah, it's, it's nice to hear how and why it resonates with people. And I'm so thrilled that it does because when I was releasing it, I just pictured going someplace where there was no TV, cell phones. I, I didn't want to know that I was being ripped apart. You know, I was so scared that people were gonna be hard on me. I kind of more of a personal question. Like when I when I listened to it, like did you plan on having it recorded, or was just like just a total improv type show, or or not? I recorded it because Ira Glass wanted me to return to This American Life. And I had pitched a story a while back about when I got my wisdom teeth taken out over 15 years ago, and there was a crazy story, and he was like, yeah, let's do that. And then my life fell apart, and he was calling to see where I was with that other segment, and I said, you know, I don't feel like talking about my wisdom teeth right now. I'm just, like, always about to die, and my mother just died, and I just, it's hard to just be like, hey, uh, my wisdom teeth, let me, let me tell you about that. And, and uh, he said, you know, great, let's talk about what's going on in your life then. So I recorded it in hopes that, I didn't think that was what, would ultimately be used on This American Life or available as a CD now. Mm -hmm. I was just recording it to see where that material might be. And then it ended up being what went on This American Life and my second CD. It just... And material I'll never do again. You know, I'm not touring. When I say I'll never do it again, I, I would actually... I've thought about maybe doing it as a show here in New York, but expound on it in different ways and kind of make it a little bit different, but not touring it as a stand-up show, you know? So, What's it like being like... For, I mean, for me, personally, you're like such an inspiration where like I... You know, there's like the white people problems hashtags on Twitter and all this other stuff. Like, there's actual problems people are going through like what, what's it like being just inspiration for people with like problem, actual problems you have to deal with on a daily basis to be what is it like to be inspiring or yeah I mean you're kind of like an inspirational person now like you're, uh-huh. you make light of it but you're still you know doing things to make people's lives better and like, get through the problems you know yeah it feels great. I mean, I ha- I've been in this weird capsule where I haven't gone out much. I haven't performed stand-up since I recorded the album. And so I've been in a very weird capsule. And so I, it's weird when I go out. I was at a, a dinner party the other night after a play opened. This guy turned to me. And he was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, good. How are you? And he was like, I'm good, I'm just a big fan, and my wife, and she chimed in, and they were just like, we're so glad all your health problems are, and we just, you know, we're behind you, and it was so nice, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it is still, 
I haven't really been out in the world. I've been so, again, in hospitals and funerals and in bed and, you know, that this is still new to me to go out. And so it's been so nice to hear from people. And I get so many emails still from people that I read everyone, but I, I haven't had time to write people wow. back. But I, it's, it touches me. It's just that effect of... I did that, it touched them, they wrote me, it touched me. It's just, it's this amazing cycle that is going around, you know. It's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, actually, that you had worked with Sam Raimi, who directed the Spider-Man movies and everything. I was curious, what did you work with him on previously? Well, when I say I worked with him, I was one of the worst employees at the company. <laughs> and everybody... Uh, We'll get behind that. I'm still friendly with everybody, but I was an assistant there, and I came in to the job when Sam was on A Simple Plan, Okay. and then For Love of the Game was next, then Spider-Man was in pre-production, and that's when I left. So, the first Spider-Man in pre-production. <laughs> in fact, he brought me in for a part on Spider-Man, and I had never auditioned for anything and never acted in anything. And I they let me off work to drive across town to Sony to audition. And auditioning is you go into a little room. There's a camera set up on a tripod and a casting director or an assistant. Mm -hmm. And then you just do your lines. And if you're experienced or you're good, great, goes well, get a part on Spider-Man. I drove across town in traffic, went into that room, was sweating visibly, shaking, and, nervous. And, and we should say, when you say drive across town, this is drive across town in traffic in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Which yeah. I can testify yeah, as someone who lives, lives in Los Angeles yeah. is awful. Yeah. <laughs> I drove from Universal oh. to Culver City in the middle of horrendous traffic. So I basically was shaking and sweating in a little room on camera and then drove back to work and didn't get the part that my boss was bringing me in for. Like I had a, a huge opportunity, but I just, I just didn't have the experience, whereas now mm -hmm. I still would shake and sweat. <laughs> Who, uh, what was the part? Can you say or no? Yeah, it was the woman bringing the people into the boxing ring. Oh, yeah. right, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was the part. <laughs> so, didn't get it. Didn't get it. <laughs> when you saw it then, it, did you ever see it eventually? <laughs> Sam, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> To Sam. <laughs> Dear Sam, I know this is your favorite podcast. <laughs> and I know you're still following my career. Yeah, I, I didn't see it, but that's the truth. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So what, can, is there anything you want to promote? Like, you have a, any new albums out or any tours or, or what's, what's coming up? Out. New, I just released an album six weeks ago. And... Is that live or something else? It's live. Oh, I already got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying, like, I don't have anything new at all. No. Oh, okay. There's live. 
and it's done really well. It's been number one in the U.S., Canada, Greece, and Portugal. Like, it's so funny. And I'm on Secretly Canadian Records, and they told me a couple of days ago that I'm their number one artist of all time. Really? At their label. And that's a big independent record label. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, their band, Antony and the Johnsons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I surpassed those sales. I sold, I think, 100,000 records in five or six weeks. Jeez. I was actually... The only disappointment I had was I wanted to be an actual live like real record to get you to sign it because it was so good like I, I w- we have them coming out oh yeah in um i think around march is it's going to be available on cd and vinyl oh vinyl nice yeah if i can get you to sign yes oh vinyl i would just that's awesome yeah would love to but yeah in general i just no new cd right now i'm working on new material i'm putting together a national tour in very major markets. Probably like a three-week tour with Professor Blastoff, my mm-hmm. podcast. I have a couple of movies that I shot. I'm not sure when they're coming out. And working on a book. Just a lot of writing mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. Writing a book, writing stand-up, that kind of thing. That's awesome. So, yeah. And you have a website. You don't have Twitter. You have. I th- you do have Facebook, though. I have Facebook, and I have a website, tignotaro.com. That's about all that's going on in my life finally some kind of boring (laughs) (laughs) just movies and hundred thousand cd sales no big deal boring stuff (laughs) well yeah thank you so much for doing this where can people find the podcast we just saw the podcast is free on itunes subscribe it's a weekly podcast and you can get my album on itunes and amazon i think some other places but i'm not quite sure but it's out there it's no longer on louis site that was just a pre-release yeah to kind of give it some gusto and it did Mm -hmm. it did a little bit yeah so but yeah that's that's what's going on well thank you so much for joining us we are huge fans we had a great time and this is marvel your universe